0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the podcast where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. I'm Jack Swakowski,
1: and I'm Jeremy Dinisio.
0: And in this episode, uh, we will be recapping Jeremy's trip—a brief trip to Arizona uh, last week for a couple of days to uh, ch- check out spring training and get some autographs. Um, we'll uh, we'll weigh in on the Cody Bellinger situation um, and uh, uh, maybe tie up a few other odds and ends. Uh, I guess Jeremy. Uh, just to start with the uh, the Cody Bellinger um, thing, where were, did they sign him? While you were in Arizona?
1: No, I okay. was. I was. Yep. I was home already. I mean, okay. when did they announce that Saturday night? I think. Yeah, maybe. it might
0: have been Saturday night into Sunday, like one a.m. Sunday morning, something like that.
1: Okay. Yeah, I got home late, late Friday.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. So you know, kind of too bad you just missed him. I don't know if he's reported yet to spring training. Um, yeah.
1: I think they just. I think it's just final today. So I don't think he was actually there. Like I don't think he was like it was official yet until today.
0: Yeah, um, but uh, it's it. It seemed like a long time coming. It's it's a both a player friendly and a, a team friendly deal. Um, essentially, it's the same same deal he had last year. Pretty much just double the money. I think he's making thirty million this year. He made seventeen last year. Um, he can opt out if he has a good year, and then they can do it all over again. But. Um, considering the Cubs are a little bit more ready to contend, um, or at least that seems like their intention, I, I think it's a pretty yep. square deal for both sides.
1: Yeah, I know it's crazy, like it's weird <laughs> that there's like a win-win deal, uh, like in sports, in modern sports. But it kind of is because, yeah, like I mean, Bellinger, like we we've texted about this, we've talked about it before. Like, I guess people weren't comfortable giving Bellinger like a long-term deal. It seems pretty clear to me that like he was still recovering from that stupid Bash Brothers thing that he did in the 20, I think it was in the 2020 World Series. Yeah. And like cuz they, they talked about it on a broadcast. They said like his shoulder was like damaged and he just couldn't like he he had no strength in it. So like if he had no if you have no strength in your shoulder as a as a batter, especially like a batter like a guy with a swing like Ballinger, like you're not going to be right until it's healthy. And it just seems like it wasn't healthy for like two years or like it took him like a, you know, maybe like a year to kind of rehab from it. So I, you know, I don't know, whatever. So it's like, yeah, I could very likely see this happening again next year, like him opting out and like maybe the Cubs do want to make him a long-term deal. Maybe they let him walk. It seems to me like the, the, the thought of signing of tying him up for like a long-term contract was kind of painful just given the amount of prospects the Cubs have Um with um, you know, I don't know what's gonna happen with Mervis, but um, you either got Mervis uh, at first base or uh, who uh, there's someone else. Uh,
0: Bush, Michael Bush,
1: Michael Bush. Um, you know, like if they want to move someone else over, um, and then you got obviously Pete Carr Armstrong in center field, so it's like you're kind of. You know, you're almost forcing their hand to have to trade one of them if they uh, lock up Bellinger long term, and I don't think they want to do that. So it is truly like a win-win. And like, yeah, maybe he helps them win this year, and they can their their the other guys are developed enough to let him walk. You know, I don't know, but but he he'll probably if he can prove himself again, he'll probably opt out and get like that that long-term deal that he was expecting to get this year. So yeah, it seems like it's good all around.
0: Yeah, I'm just mad that uh, this team has more talent now, just because there's a better chance <laughs> yeah. Craig Council is going to make the playoffs. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, f- fuck Craig I... Council, man. All, all my all my homies <laughs> hate Craig Council as uh, the that that Padres graffer would have said. So,
1: <laughs> well, I wonder if he um, has visited a, a youth baseball diamond <laughs> up, in, uh, up in Wisconsin recently. Yeah, right. Um, I will say, Jack. You know, I I know. You know, of of all the times that like, I feel like you should be on you should be on Facebook. Uh, I the fact that you're not, that you don't get to see these posts on like some of these Cubs, uh, pages like, just like, it, you're missing out on a lot. There's um there's a group that I'm in. This is actually more of like a like a card trading memorabilia sales like group or whatever, but it's called like the Rio Friendly confines group on Facebook. And this fucking idiot. Um, posted like after Ballinger signed, he posts 30 million a year. Cody, glad you're back, but you better rake for that contract. Let's go <laughs> Cubs. And it's like, dude, I want to, this guy needs to be like, dropped down a flight of stairs. Like, I, like all Cubs fans were talking about for months and months and months were resign, bring back Ballinger, bring back Ballinger. What did you think you were going to bring him back for? Like $5 million or something? And it's a one-year, and it's essentially a one-year deal, you idiot. Like, it's just it, it blows my mind. I'm, I'm constantly surprised, I guess, about how dumb most fans are. I guess.
0: Sure. I mean, that's uh, thirty million dollars. Isn't even really that much average annual value today. I mean, Christian yeah. Yelich is making like twenty-five million or twenty-six million, and that's like you know th- they're going to get way more production out of Bellinger than that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It just doesn't I, I don't know. I just don't I just don't understand. Like unless this guy is like, you know, uh Pete Crow Armstrong's roommate or something. <laughs> like right. I don't I just don't understand the stupidity. But um, you know, I, I won't dwell on it any more than that. But I had to share I took a screenshot of that one, I had to share that on the podcast.
0: That's that's a good one.
1: Yeah, so bad. This is the same group that had the um the peace of mind waiting in line.
0: <laughs> Maybe I need thing. to create a burner account just for this
1: yeah I mean for sure yeah you should for sure um it's it's ridiculous but um but yeah so you know we'll see what what goes on I guess he'll i I wonder how long it'll be till he debuts i'm I'm sure he's been like keeping in in, in shape so yeah I, he probably I would say probably within a week he'll be in cactus league games
0: yeah um and uh you know who knows maybe we'll get him this year we have another we have a whole other year to try
1: yeah yeah most definitely so we shall see.
0: Um, well, nice, Jeremy. Uh, so, yeah, you, you got back a couple days ago um, from spring training. Um, I saw you a couple days before you left, um, and then you left on, what, Tuesday?
1: I left uh, very early Tuesday, got back very late Friday night, Saturday morning, um, so... It was kind of cool, like from a flight standpoint, because um, you know, obviously, you fly out early so you can get most of the day when you land. Um, I was able to land and then go straight to a facility, to one of the team's facilities, and then for Friday, I flew out at 8 p.m. Mountain time, like local time there, so I was able to graph and watch and go to the Cubs White Sox game, and then even graph a little bit afterwards, and then with plenty of time, bring my rental car back go to the airport, fly out and get home. So it was, um, you know, it, it allowed me to get pretty much four full days, um, out there, which was pretty cool. So yeah. when you were, so, yeah. uh,
0: yeah, when well, I was going to say, when you were going through TSA, I wonder what they thought when they looked at your bag in the scanner, like, you know, well, if they, they would have pulled you aside it's like, "Dude, I just see all these baseball cards.
1: Well, Jack, uh, not this isn't quite a spoiler alert, but jump to jump to my right, my flight home. They did, Jack. Oh my god, I got, really? My, my fucking bag got flagged on the way home. That's hilarious. and like, so they pulled. So I had, I basically flew out with two long boxes, like two five hundred and fifty count long boxes of cards, um, plus like some other like. Uh, slider like clear plastic slider cases and two binder or two uh books i bought a book while i was out there to to make a new book um and they did they flagged my bag they pulled it aside and some late the tsa lady pulled one of the long boxes out and was looking through it and like she's like thumbing through it like it's friggin' like receipts or something i'm i there, there was a couple times where i was like um excuse me like could you be careful with those like yeah because, like, they're fucking baseball cards and, like, they need to be, like, part of the, uh, you know, the appeal of them is their, the shape that they're in. And, like, this lady was not, she was being just a little too uh, loose with them. Sure. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they thought they were, like, cash or something. like. Uh-huh. Because I looked at the scan, like because you can kind of see the scanner, like when they pull it up, it, it's like it looks like a you know a bunch of little like s- thin pieces of paper or whatever. So sure. I don't know if they thought I was like flying home with like fucking like ten million in cash or something.
0: Yeah, but, if it was like Sicario or something like that, man, yeah, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, uh, but um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, basically, I flew out Tuesday morning and uh, I landed there like. 10 a.m. ish, uh, uh, mountain time. And, um, I was really debating like what to do. So basically, um, I, I kind of said this on the, on that little mini, so I recorded, um, there's 15 teams out there. They each have their, uh, own facilities. Um, and a lot of them share a facility. So I don't know exactly how many there are, like maybe like eight or nine. Um, and they're spread all around the Phoenix area. None of them are actually in Phoenix, but they're all like surrounding Phoenix. And they're all basically about 20 minutes away from, from the center of, of town, which is basically where I stayed. I stayed a little closer to Goodyear, which is where the, the Guardians and the Reds facility is. And then not so far from like the White Sox Dodgers uh, facility in, in Camelback Ranch. So um, I landed, I got my rental car, and I, I, made a, I decided to head straight to the Guardians uh, camp. I just I wanted to do Reds Guardians um I'm not even really sure why I think because um they posted like a roster of uh like minor leaguers that they had but um but yeah I I, I don't I, you know I don't know it's weird I will say a couple of like things just uh ahead of time which is I spent, like, I, I said it in the Minnesota, I spent, like, three weeks pulling cards and, like, like checking teams' rosters and getting cards for, like, as many guys of every team that I could, which was overkill because I didn't have enough time to go to every single team. But, like, one thing that she, like, failed to account for is that not only are is the 40-man roster there and the non-roster invitees, but, like, all the minor leaguers are there, too. Like, it's just, like like when i by the time i got to cubs camp like there were guys who were like on the that i recognized from like the Sa- the south bend cubs and um the tennessee team and just like the 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 complex league teams it's just like they're all there so it's like it's just it's impossible to just bring to have something for everybody it's just it's just not possible sure um and then the other thing that i kind of well this is another observation but like One thing, you know, you try to have all these cards and you try to have your stuff in order and ready to go, but a lot of these people who are out there graphing are like little kids or whatever, or there's people just like getting autographs just for fun, and they're just getting them all on like a team ball, or like a poster or whatever. So they're not even really cons. And so like you, you know, at Wrigley we try to identify guys as they come out. People there are not even that's not even like there's not even a sense of urgency about identifying who's this guy, who's that guy, because they just hand them a ball and have them sign it. Yeah. And then afterwards they figure out who they are. So that's that's one thing that you kind of have going against you. Um, that's why I would say that's an argument for going with somebody. So at least you can like bounce ideas off of each other, even though like, you know, I could see both of us being like, Who's that guy? And it's like, I don't know. Who is he? I don't sure. know either, you know. So so there's all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah so uh, i'll i'll will have some more just over like general overviews but um they'll probably pop up to me as i kind of go through what we what what i saw but so basically i go to guardian's camp and i like just i do like kind of like a drive by and i drive by the facility and like there's There's a sidewalk and then there's like, you know, like kind of like a lawn, like there, it's just like a bunch of like rocks and like, you know, bushes and stuff and then a fence and then a parking lot. And then in the background is like the complex. So the guardians complex I found. And so I saw some guys sitting there in like lawn chairs and they're just like hanging out. And I'm like, there was like only like four guys or so. And I'm like, well, them, those guys must be graphers and they must, I'm guessing they're the graphers. Like they're the guys who are graphing the guardians so I parked my car and I kind of like, I kind of walk by and they kind of look at me and then I kind of like turn back and head back to my car and kind of just get my cards in order. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I, I had, a, I had no other choice but to like kind of um, engage them and just get information from them. But they were like, they were just old crusty guys, like, like just like grapher guys, like sure. not little kids, but like, like professional grapher's basically. Yeah there was one guy with like a long beard. He looked like kind of like a, a biker kind of guy or whatever. Um, and I just, I talked to him and he's like, yep, this is where we go. And like, you know, um, they don't let you in there. So, you know, we just kind of hang out here. So, and I told him like, yeah, this is my first time here. I just landed actually. I just came from the airport and this is my first stop. And he's like, Oh, this is your, you just landed just now. And this is your first time here. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you picked the worst one to come to first, man. <laughs> and and he's like, yeah, you don't. This, they don't let you into this one. He's like, you know, since COVID or whatever, like they don't they don't let you inside. So we just all hang out at the at the fence here, um, which was a bummer. Um, but it was not unlike what we do at Wrigley, you yeah. know. So it was um so it was interesting. So it was just um we kind of I kind of camped out there with those guys and like I talked to them a little bit. There's I this one guy, I think his name was Aaron, he came up to me and he was pretty friendly. He had like um he was wearing like scrub pants and like he had like a handlebar mustache. Like he looked this again, like just another character that we run into um at the stadiums. Um uh, but he was super friendly. He was nice and he was like helping us and stuff and um um, yeah, I mean, so we were just there and guys would come out of the facility, go to their car and the, the, pretty much the, the beard guy would like call out who they were. And, uh, he was definitely a saving grace because there was a lot of guys who I wouldn't have known and you either try to get them at the gate, but what you did most of the time was you would, you would stand in the spots. You could see the guys come out and then you'd have to run down about a half block to the parking lot exit and then stand there. And, uh, you know, try to wave them down to sign. And, like, most of them stopped and signed. So that's, it was pretty cool.
0: That's cool. Um, that That's pretty typical of a grapher, Jeremy, to say, oh, man, well, you picked the worst one. It's like, you know, <laughs> how, many, how many times has a grapher been, like, cynical about their lot in, in life, or at least in yeah. graphing?
1: Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. They... It, it really is just like, a, it's almost like a group therapy. Like people, they, they just like commiserate about like who hasn't signed, who, who only does one per <laughs> who like, you know, snubbed them, whatever. Um, so, so yeah, it's it. That's just, that's a part of graphing for sure. Um. So, so yeah. So we, I think the very first guy I got for the guardians was, um, was Scott Barlow. Nice um, man. Yeah, so he was um I keep getting them confused now. Scott there's Scott Barlow and there's Joe Barlow. Scott Barlow was is the good one though, right? He's yeah, like yeah, the, yeah.
0: He I mean he was the one who was good with the Royals and like he he might have been their closer for a, for a minute. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah. He was the one that Dennis had beef with, right?
1: Yeah, Dennis is the, he's the one who Dennis offended, I think. Right? <laughs> so um, I didn't get a chance to tell that story to those guys, but they probably would have appreciated it. Yeah. I should have told them that story, but, um, but yeah, so he was like, I think he was the very first guy that I got uh, of the whole trip, um, but yeah, we were just basically running back and forth, like we would. He the guy would call people out, so he, they told us to like. Right across the street of where we were standing was like um, an apartment building, basically like a condo building. And he's like that's where the, the minor leaguers stay. So those guys would walk out of the complex on foot um, and uh, just walk across the street into that, that apartment complex. So you would you would stop and get a lot of guys that way, but a lot of the big leaguers you know would drive out um, uh, in their cars. Um, so there was one uh, there's a picture Lenny Torres, who's on the team, who, um, he has a Bowman first card from 2018. Um, he was, uh, he was a first round pick. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I think he was a first round pick pitcher out of high school, um, the New York area, I think. And, um, he stopped and signed for me and he was like, he signed for me and he started walking away and he's like, Hey, you want a ball? And, uh, I'm like, sure. And he's like, I just found it. And he tossed me, he just tossed me a baseball, nice. um, which is pretty cool, which would turn out to be kind of like, they're just ball there's balls a plenty in spring training I guess it's something I didn't really think about but like these these uh practice fields basically like um you know though someone will like hit a foul ball and it'll just land in the grass and people just get it people like they'll they will be balls that like you know go errant and they don't go and chase them and so like a security guard might pick them up and hand them to a kid or something so um I ended up getting like um I i I, I got three balls on the the trip, which was pretty cool. nice. Um, but uh, but yeah, so so we did all that stuff. Um, I should say that at the guardians camp um, there was this chess tournament going on. so um, so just to just to rewind and, and overview again, um, the uh, the practices basically start at like 10 11 a.m like local time like the, the 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 complexes usually open up i guess like at 9 a.m and then they like the they um the practices start like 10 11 a.m and they go till about like 12 like about 12 30 they start winding down and then like one like everyone is kind of coming in off the field um so you know i got there like 11 o'clock whatever and we were hanging out and there were guys coming out but then like this this chess tournament was going on and, um, it was like a charity chess tournament. And so there are different players from the guardians participating in it. And it was also being live streamed on YouTube. So basically like a bunch of guys didn't come out and it's because they were participating in this tournament. Um, so then we were actually able to watch it, but the thing is like, it, it was like, it was interminable. Like this, this tournament was like set up to where there was like, There's consolation brackets and like third place games and like consolation third place games. And like, it just seemed like it was kind of never ending, but so it went on a while. And so we waited a long time. um, And uh, it paid off because we ended up getting um, Will Brennan, uh, Austin Hedges and Stephen Kwan uh, because of that, because they were like some of the finalists in the tournament. So that was those are some pretty those are some pretty good gats I would say.
0: Yeah, um, I mean Quan is awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I see you kind of took a bigger picture of that one, which is which is really cool. Um, it turned out well. Um, uh, yeah, Will Brennan, I think we saw him make his major league debut if I'm not mistaken.
1: I, I, I told him that. Nice. And uh, I, I'm like, yeah, Will, so we were at your major league debut in Chicago, and he's like, oh, you probably heard my parents yelling then. Ah, uh, so that's that w- that's that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. He was he was a super nice guy. Um, and, and yeah, you uh,
0: know, we were texting about this, but Hedges was was a hard guy to get, and we we did not get him at, at the bus last year.
1: No, nor did he ever seem like he was ever close to signing. No. either. No. Um, he was um, he was like pretty decent, uh, like you know, like he did. I I actually stopped by the Guardians a second time too, just because I was in the area, and he signed a second time for guys. And uh, I got him for this guy that I met, who I'll talk about in a second. Um, But, like, there was a guy talking to him. Like, they were, you know, people were, like, making making small talk with him through the fence and stuff. And um, uh, some guys, there were some guys there that were totally, like, dealers. um, And they were handing him World Series balls. And they were asking him to put, like, World Series champs on it. And he was. He, like, did it, like, no hesitations, nice. basically. So it was kind of surprising just based off of, like, we saw him a couple times with different teams, I think. Yeah, we saw and, him like, once
0: with Pittsburgh and maybe once with somebody else.
1: Yeah, maybe San Diego or somebody yeah. or maybe Cleveland. I don't know. But, like, he just um, did not seem, yeah, he seemed like an asshole, basically. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure if he was really that great of a guy, but he, he was signing. So, <sighs> um, Which is a, another thing about spring trading. It's like it seems like there are guys who, like, Will sign at spring training just because it's spring training. Sure. And then once they get to like, they go north or whatever. They go to their regular season. They like they kind of shut it down or whatever. For so, sure. So yeah. So I think that's a that's a thing. So um, but yeah. But I, I got him on a on a card, uh, Padres card, which was cool. Um, I should say uh, yeah. I guess so. Once things started trailing down, I kind of basically I met this guy there, this this younger guy. He was probably in his twenties. Um, his name was Brian, and uh, he ended up being like my ally for this Guardians game. Like he showed up late. He was at like the Reds um, facility, which is literally down the road. And he showed up, and he was he was super friendly and super helpful. Um, and, uh, so he was definitely like an ally for the, for the guardians. And so at some point, like when we were waiting for this chess tournament to keep going on, he was kind of like, he was down for, for waiting. He's like, yeah, man, we might as well wait. Like, you know, like it'll be worth it. You know, these guys, we'll get these guys. It'll be. It'll be worth it. He was like super optimistic and, and, and positive, like which is like a, a a departure from most graphers, <laughs> like we just said. Um but another thing that's interesting about Brian and like this Brian might listen to this podcast. Uh I, I like ended up um um you know, we connected on like Instagram or whatever. But um he um this guy Brian he reminded me of like of um uh, uh what's his name? Kyle Mooney. Um, from from Saturday Night Live, okay. but with but with straight hair. So Kyle Mooney has like long curly hair. If if he straight, if he took like a flat iron to his hair and like strained it out, and you put like a reds cap on him, this this guy was like almost exactly like Kyle Mooney. Uh, it was really funny, and he almost had like the same like voice and vibe of him of him too. Like uh, I don't think Brian would be offended if, like with me portraying him this way. Uh, I didn't say it to his face, but I'm like this guy is totally reminding me of like a Kyle Mooney character. Um, so it was pretty funny. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he was a nice guy and we were like, you know, um, we were kind of like, uh, helping each other out, whatever. Um, so at some point, like it, it really dwindled down while we waited for this chess tournament to finish. It ended up being like, just like me, Brian and this guy, this like, this, this like autograph guy from Los Angeles and his family, like his wife and his two, his one or two kids, I guess they had two kids. And this guy was talking to us and he was just like, he's like, yeah, it's like, I got top 10 Star Wars autograph collection uh, in the, in the world. (laughs) And uh, and we were like, okay, okay, cool. He was more so talking to Brian and he's like, look at this. He's like, I got, and he he, he like had his phone and he was like, um, showing him all these pictures of cards. He had basically like a bunch of Star Wars auto, uh, action figures like mint on card, with autographs on them. Sure. He's like I got two Carrie Fishers. Um I got uh you know, I got like seventy Mark Hamels. I got I got a couple for like Harrison Fords. These are really rare. Um and like just showing all this stuff and he's like there's this one guy uh, who's got a better collection than me. He's like a guy who runs like um some auction house or something. Like so he's got a better collection than me, but I'm definitely top ten in the in the in the world. Jesus Um, But also, but also, like, I can't really explain, like, I can't really explain what this guy was like. But he was yelling. He was definitely using his kid for autographs. And he was, like, just fucking hounding his kid. He was like, come on, Hunter, get up here now. He's going to (laughs) leave. Come on. What are you doing? Pick it up. Like, he was just yelling at this kid, like, out loud, like, on the sidewalks of, like, Goodyear, Arizona. Like, to to have this kid run up and get autographs for him. And it was just. Jesus. It was just crazy. It's I can't even, like. Do it justice with the explanation. Yeah. But and then he would like sidle up next to us and be like, hey, check this out. I got the you know Obi-Wan Kenobi here on, <laughs> on the card. And it's like, oh man, this guy is crazy. Um but at the end of the day, it was like the three of us basically, and we ended up getting those guys at the end. We got Quan. When so Quan ended up winning the the chess tournament, the whole thing, the championship. So like um he came out and I go like you know, hey, Steven, congrats on the win, man. And, uh, like, he, he laughed, and he's like, he's like, whew, that was, like, the most tr- stressful thing I've ever been a part of, huh. um, which is pretty funny. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we got Quan, and um, we we got a guy. I, so Bo Naylor was one of the finalists um, of the tournament. And so this guy came out, and the um, the the this the guy, the Star Wars guy, he was from L.A., um, and so, like, so that guy, the L.A. guy comes out and he's like, hey, there's Bo Naylor. And so, like, I grab my Bo Naylor card and I go like, hey, Bo, uh, could you sign? And he comes up and he takes my he takes my Bo Naylor card and he kind of looks at it and he's like, uh, do you want me to sign the back? And I'm like, um, uh, no. And he was, like, holding the front and I'm like, uh, no, no, right right there is fine. And he's like, okay. And then he signs it and he gives it back to me. And, like, I'm the only one who gets them. Mm-hmm. And then I walk away and I'm looking at the card. I'm like, "This is not Bo Naylor's signature."
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And it, I'm looking at it. If Jack, if you can see the picture, like, I can't. It kind of looks like. First of all, he went off the card, which was odd. And it kind of looks like Chris Jones or Chris something with an S. So it looks but, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say. Basically, it sounds like the guy wasn't Bo Naylor.
1: It was not. It, so we we compared notes and we're like, "Uh, that was not Bo Naylor." <laughs> so. <laughs> We don't know. I don't know who it was. We were it was like looking at the roster, and like anyone with like the name Chris or CH, like is not this guy. Like the guy who I signed, like I looked as I wasn't sure if it was Bo Naylor, and then I looked at the back, and Bo Naylor is six foot, 205 pounds. This guy was at least like this guy was like 6'3, six, 6'4. Six, oh, so I'm man. like, that was not that was not Bo Naylor. Um, and I don't know why he signed the card. I don't know why he didn't just say, uh, that's not me, buddy. Sorry.
0: I, I feel bad for the, this guy who signed this card now. You know, he's probably some nobody, like some some minor leaguer. And, like, yeah. you know. Oh, man.
1: I don't know what he was doing there. Because, like, yeah, at this point, it was, like, really late. And there was, like, no one else around. But, I mean, he kind of looked like Bo Naylor. But, but he was definitely taller than six foot and, like. I don't know. I mean, he kind of looked like Aaron Judge with like maybe puffy, puffier hair or something. It was just weird. It does look like
0: Chris Jones or something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's either a J or an S um, for that last name. And, and it definitely is a CH to start it, I'm pretty sure. I thought maybe it could have been an A, but I don't know. Now you so,
0: got to write that wrong somehow, or at least you got to find out who the guy was and then actually get his
1: autograph. I know, I mean, I gotta, like, I was gonna say, like, if Bo Naylor did come out, I was gonna have him sign the card anyway, and then just ask him who that guy was. Yeah. Um. I could post on, like, a Facebook group and say, like, hey, do you guys know who this is? But then, like, then I feel like people are gonna be like, I'm sure someone is gonna be like, what the hell are you getting his autograph for if you don't know who he is, you know? Huh. But, like, you know, I don't know, so... I, I might I might crowdsource it at some point, but that was, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a weird situation. Like, we've seen it before where I think guys will, like, like, will be like, oh, no, it's not me. Oh, Sorry. absolutely. And then, yeah, and they'll just keep going. It actually happened to me another time uh, later on at uh, Mariner's camp. Um, but, like, never – I think I did see another guy on the trip say, like, this isn't me, but I'll sign the back of it. Um, but, like – I've never seen a guy sign the front and like just like not say like that's not me. So, I don't I don't know if he was like embarrassed also, like Yeah. So, the whole thing was just weird. So, I I think I counted I think I counted that one in my final t- tally, but I don't it probably shouldn't count as one of my
0: <laughs> I don't oh, I I see I see you also got Tristan McKenzie too, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, he was one of the finalists too. He 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 um was up against uh, Tanner Bybee uh, at the end, and yeah. so I, I Bybee was actually like writing a wrong because I got him, I got him at the White Sox game that we were at, but I only had him on a team card, mm-hmm. so I got him on a couple Tanner Bybee cards, so so that was cool. Tristan McKenzie came on, like I heard Tristan McKenzie like is one of the best signers in in, in the league. Um, someone asked him like, how how are you doing, or like what do you? Yeah, how you doing, Tristan? He's like, man. He's like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm tired. Like, I'm just gonna go home and go to sleep. Uh. And and I had like three cards for him to sign. And when he said that, I'm like, uh. And I just like pulled two back, and I just like had him sign one.
0: Sure, um, I'm sure you'll be able to get. You know, we'll get him some other time if he's ever there. I, I've yeah. heard the same thing that he's one of the best signers.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So. Um. So yeah. So that. Um. You know. I think that'll. Uh, uh, you know, i mean obviously I'm happy with the one so Yeah, it looks good. Um, did did you
0: tell him that you had your tutu on when you got when you got his autograph? <laughs>
1: um, no. Uh yeah. wait, wait wait, remind remind me of that. Yeah, so uh,
0: yeah, it was that like drunk White Sox fan and his at, son yeah. and there was a tutu count and he said, Hey Mackenzie, I've got my tutu on <laughs>
1: God. Yeah, that would uh that wouldn't have been good for anybody to even no, <laughs> recount no. that. That's right. I remember that. yeah, the guy when we were with Mark Bubblebath, I believe. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So um so yeah, uh just some of the highlights. I mean I got so just kind some kind just kinda random guys. Um Estevan Florial, who used to be a big Yankees prospect, uh Eli Morgan, that was a cool one to get. Um Chase Delauder, who was like their first round pick uh last year. Um, big name. That was a good one to get. Um I will say, Jack, I don't know if you you noticed closely, but I got um, Trevor Steffen on this, like, combo rookie card, and it's a combo with Nick Sandlin, this relief pitcher. But Nick Sandlin came out earlier in the day, and I got him on his own standalone card. Yeah,
0: I I see that. I was wondering if that was Sandlin on the other side of that card. It looked like his name.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like, that one stings a little bit. Like, I could have got them both... To, I could have completed the double in one shot. Um, but I had no idea that Sandlin was... I had no idea that Stefan was going to come out. Um, and I was, just wasn't thinking. I probably should have had Sandlin sign both of them. But, uh, but yeah, so that's a little bit of a loose thread. But I'm not too concerned about it. But yeah, overall, um, you know, uh, that first that first day was... It was an interesting experience because like that complex was much different. That That experience was so much different than the rest of my like experiences... So like, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, uh, it, uh, but it was, it, it was interesting in a way that like, it was, you know, not dissimilar to graphing at Wrigley Field.
0: Yeah. Very cool.
1: Um, cool. So yeah, so I guess, so that was Tuesday. I think, um, I didn't really, I, I kind of just called it a day after that, but, um, I, I ended up, um, yeah, like friending that Brian guy on Instagram, um, And, uh, yeah, so I, I went home. I actually, so just real quick afterwards, I found out that uh, I didn't really do much food research, which is another thing that I do on a lot of my trips, but I was so baseball centric this time. But I did realize once I was out there that they have in and out burger there. So, um, I definitely partook in some in and out burger. Nice. Um, always a treat when you're out on the West coast. Um, but I didn't really think that they were out in Phoenix, but, um, but that was always like, that was an unforeseen treat. Um, while we were out there. Um, so that was Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday uh, was my first full day there. I woke up early and I went to uh Mariners camp because I was told that Mariners camp is like the best camp for graphing um, overall. So I, I wanted to check it out. Like, you know, I think like we didn't really get too many Mariners. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of like you know, we got J uh, like J Rod signed, of course, but like, I don't. We we did okay with the Mariners, but I don't think we really cleaned up. Like, it's not like a team like the Diamondbacks. I'm like, I might not ever need to graph the Diamondbacks again. Yeah, sure. But but yeah, but the Mariners like, you know, I don't know. I just I figured it was worth it. Ichiro was there. Like, it's I guess it's known that Ichiro is at a minor league camp. Um, like every year. Mm-hmm. Like Chris actually gave me the tip. Like, hey, you know, make sure to bring an Ichiro because he's usually there. Um, and I heard that he was signing, but um, it seemed like it was very hit or miss. He'd sign one day, but he wouldn't sign another. And some days he was, like, running back to, like, the back fields or whatever and avoiding people. And so I wanted to just check it out. So um, I, I did go, and I did see Ichiro. And I actually – so so Mariners Camp, like, it's like they said. It's just, like, it's pretty much all access. I guess before I get into all that, Jack, I just want to say like so, so yeah. So you said you were at spring training like as a kid, basically.
0: Yeah, I was. I've I've been to Arizona many times. Um, uh, we I have my grandpa used to live out there, and uh, you know I've still maybe have some family there. So uh, yeah, and I went there like five years ago for a destination wedding, but but yeah, um, uh, ten years ago. But yes, I, when I was a little kid, I we I think we went to Brewer spring training a couple times, but I don't really remember it.
1: Okay, yeah, and I bet even back then it was even more access. Probably, um, but, yeah.
0: Apparently, Greg Vaughn threw me a ball, but I, oh, I don't nice. I have no recollection.
1: Nice, nice, nice. Um, it's just like people were explaining to me like what it was like, and um, multiple people, and you know, I, I have a general idea of what like understanding of what spring training was like, but I guess I didn't really sink into me truly what spring training is like until I was actually there just to see it. I mean, it's just, it's hard to explain, Jack. Um, it's, it's like the excess that you have is just crazy. And it's not just like it's like one, it's not like you just go to like the spring training park, like you go to these practice fields, like so when I say complex, it, it truly is a complex, like it's this big sprawling like patch of land where like they have the, the the main stadium where they play the spring training games, but then they have the, what they call the backfields or the practice fields. And it's like five, six fields just in this kind of complex. And there's like, you know, sidewalk, like concrete pathways connecting them. And you just walk around and like, you can go and watch them take batting practice. A lot of them have like, um, like a little like rope um, divider that, you know, separates you from the players, but like, it only goes up to like your, your waist basically. Um, and then some of them like at uh, rangers camp uh, where I went to the next day, you can just go right up to the backstop. Like, and like, I could have like poked my finger through the fence and like, like tapped Wyatt Langford on like, <laughs> his back. It's just crazy. Like, it's just crazy. Like the access at Mariners camp, um, there was like a field where the pitchers were like long tossing and like, you know, getting in shape or getting like loosened up. And then they all like jogged in a, in a line from like that off that field to like another field. And they had to run through like this grass patch, basically, where like kids were playing, like little kids were running around and playing. And like the the like Luis Castillo almost like ran into like a little kid, and it's like he could have like like tripped over the kid, and, like tore his knee. <laughs> yeah, I just, mean, like...
0: he could have been like Kyle Filipowski for Duke or something like that, you know?
1: I... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's just it's crazy, like how like um... I mean, it seems it's great for fans, but it almost seems like. I could it's just like with graphing, I could see like the team shutting it down because it's like, hey, we can't have these people running into fucking like our, our ace pitcher. Sure. So so yeah. Um but uh but yeah, so I did get to go to one field. I saw Ichiro, and then as soon as I saw Ichiro, I tried to follow him around as much as possible. But I got to watch Ichiro and J-Rod like long toss nice. and like work out together, and like I got some video and some pictures of it, and it was just like amazing. Like I was just like I was standing right behind Ichiro as, like, J-Rod was long-tossing to him. And, like, there were a couple times I flinched because, like, J-Rod, like, airmailed the ball and, like, Ichiro had to jump for it. And, like, you know, it's like I was afraid I was going to get hit by it. So, like, that's how close you are. Um, so that was really cool. He didn't sign. He kind of ran off the field. So um, I didn't get his autograph, unfortunately. But I was able to, like, bounce around to other areas. Like, there's – there's in most of these complexes, there's, like, a this – area where like they have like six pitching mounds next to each other. And so like pitchers are throwing off the the mound to catchers. Um, And sometimes like there's uh, the catchers are just taking fielding practice. So like a guy has like the the pitching machine and it's just like pitching balls at them. And um, it's either like going in the dirt and they're like kind of trapping it or like they're just like, you know, catching and practicing framing or whatever. Um, so I went over to like this area by the the Mariners and um, the catchers were were there and they were actually working with Dan Wilson, um, former uh, longtime like mariners catcher, I would say. Um, so so yeah, he was there and he was um, he was like working with the catchers, which makes sense. Um, so I was kind of eyeing him because I had his card and um, so basically like yeah, Dan Wilson, I don't know why I had like his name. I think he's like um listed in their front office on their website, yeah, I, I um, feel like
0: i I can't remember if I bought a card of his when the Mariners came I think i I think I did,
1: yeah, very possible like he um he's he's one of those guys that's listed like when you when you're pulling for a team uh when you're pulling cards for a team, like you can look at their front office and see like like kind of like uh when we saw the Phillies a couple years ago and howie Kendrick was there, yeah, um like these guys are just like part of the front office, but they're not, you know, they don't necessarily make all the the trips, but they, if they're going to show up anywhere, it's going to be spring training, I think, because they're there to, like, help the team, and, like, they they put on, like, the warm-up clothes and, like, help, you know, hit fungos or throw a ball in the pitching machine. So I was hanging out over there, and um, uh, Sebi Zavala came by, who's in camp with the Mariners, um, and uh, I had – so – I guess we talked about on the podcast, Jack, right? But you were at the, the Sebi Zavala game where you hit three homers. I sure
0: was, yeah.
1: And so I have the Tops Now card of, of, of that game. Nice. Um, and, like, yeah, we were just saying, like, that's – he'll never have a better day. <laughs> no, no day. chance.
0: And, and yet the funny thing is the White Sox still couldn't win that one for him. But, uh, yeah, I know, I yeah he'll never have a – yeah, never, ever have a better day than that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I saw him by there, and I I actually think he might have come through with another team, or maybe it was maybe it was the White Sox we tried to get him at or something.
0: We did, we did try to get him uh, in August or whenever they were at Wrigley.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, maybe he came by and like he didn't sign, but he was there like again just on the other side of of this fence, and so I'm like, hey, Sebi, you got time to sign one? And he's like, yeah, one second, I'll be right back. Uh, and he like went into this like building where like there were there were batting cages. And he's like, yeah, just I'll be right back. And like, I thought maybe that might meant like me in like a half hour or 40 minutes. But yeah. he came out after like five minutes and um, came out and just like, you know, went and signed for me like he um, he uh, asked for my marker and like he he went to sign on my book. And um, as he was signing it, I'm like, "Yeah, my buddy was at uh, as that was at that game." Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Oh," and uh, I go like, "Yeah, man, I just missed it. I, I couldn't go that day." And he's like, "Oh," <laughs> 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 and uh, and that was it. And then he signed, and oh, and then he asked me, he's like, "Do you want me to put 34 or 44 on there, like his number?" And uh, I guess he's maybe wearing 34 right now with the Mariners. Yeah. And I'm like, "Uh, no, 44." And so he put 44, which is the number he was wearing with the White Sox. Nice. So. That was pretty cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I got him. Um, I got this guy, Ryan Bliss, who was, like, I think he was actually drafted by the Diamondbacks, but he got traded over to the Mariners. Um, someone uh, was trying to get his autograph, autograph and he's like, are you uh, tremel He's like, nope. And he's like, are you uh, Gilliam? He's like, no, no, no. And he's like, uh, are you whatever? And he's like, I'm Bliss. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then, like, and I, I mean, it was the guy made a fool of himself, but I also didn't know who he was. Sure. <laughs> and so when it wa- when it was Bliss, I'm like, ooh, ooh, Bliss, Bliss, and I went through my cards real quick, and I I found his card, and I, I ended up getting his autograph. But yeah, it was just like I, again, like I just I think that that's just part of the experience for the players and the fans. Sure. You know, these people don't know who they are, and like, and it's kind of understandable because these are like guys who are not on the forty man roster, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was that was kind of a that was a rough one um i ended up uh i did get brant brown yep um so i saw so I, I made brant brown earlier like when he was on like the um he walked he was like kind of watching the uh that diamond where ichiro was taking uh bp and uh he um he was man he was walking around he has like he was wearing this hat that like kind of barely like fit his head and he had shades on he had high socks on pants pulled up and he had like a hydro flask, like in his back pocket, like of his like baseball pants and like a hydro flask is like a big, like metal water bottle. Um, and he was just walking around like he owned the place. And, uh, given the way he was at the bus for us, I'm like, Oh man, this guy is not going to sign man. Yeah. Like he's just walking around like he's too cool for school. And definitely like he's, he feels like he's still a player. Um, so I kind of like, I, I definitely like clocked that what he was wearing in case I saw him again. Um, but someone asked me to a, a, a guy who was there, he's like, did you get Brand Brown? And I'm like, nah, man. I'm like, he denied me twice at, at Wrigley. I'm like, I'm not sure if he's gettable, um, but I, I'll try. And um, at the end of practice, when these guys are coming in, um, I, I saw him and I asked him if he had time to sign one. And, and he's like, yeah, sure. And he signed for me, and I go like, "Hey, Brandon, you know, I'm from Chicago. I'm a Cubs fan, so I was, you know, always a big fan of yours." He's like, "Oh, nice, man!" Or like, you know, he said something like, "You know, oh, yeah, you know, very good. Like, sounds good, or something." So, nice. it turns out he was nice. I, you know, maybe he didn't hear us or just was not in game mode at, or like not in signing mode at that point. Sure. Uh, when we saw him on the bus, but uh, but yeah, that was a you know a good resolution to that.
0: Yeah, definitely. He seemed impossible. Um, and and yeah, you did end up getting Dan Wilson. It looks like.
1: Yeah, and so right after, so basically, like, practice ended, like, you know, 1230, so guys start bringing it in around that time, so, like, they come off the fields, and then they go into, like, the complex, which is where their clubhouse is, there's maybe, like, a weight room, Um, I tried to get George Kirby, and he was like, guys, I gotta go in for some arm treatment, and uh, so he he's like I'll I'll get you later like he he he's a good signer but I think he like had to go meet the trainer so mm-hmm. um so these guys come in off the practice fields around twelve thirty and you know you you see them like you know throughout the day and you, you could try to ask them but especially the coaches I feel like are like in like game mode you know um I saw Tommy Joseph is a coach with the Mariners this year and uh, former player he was on the Phillies I asked him and he's like I'll get you after all this is done um. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. And uh so he like he walked off, but then I didn't end up seeing him again, so I didn't end up getting Tommy Joseph. Um but uh but yeah, so they the coaches were coming off the field. I got Brandt Brown and then Dan Wilson was coming in right after him, and I, I ended up getting Dan Wilson. So, nice. so that was cool. And yeah, he was he was nice enough. I did call for him like when he was in that area with the pitching machine, and like he did say something to me, like and I thought he was gonna come over and sign and then he like didn't and he walked by me and he didn't sign and so I thought I'm like, is this guy big time on me? Yeah. Um but then he signed like when practice was over. So I think he was just basically saying, like, hey, you know, after I'm done or whatever.
0: Nice. Yeah, I, I see you also got Trent Thornton. I didn't know he was still around.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was the first guy I got, I think, um nice. that that day. He was um going from one... He was kind of going from, like, the main facility out to, like, a practice field. And uh, he stopped and signed for a bunch of people. And I actually didn't catch him the first time around because I didn't have his card out. And then he came back a second time, and I I got him, and he signed for me. So, yeah, that was cool to get him. Nice. I got Logan Logan Gilbert, who's also a good signer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cole Tucker, um, who I saw in the minor leagues a couple times, and uh, I was, you know, kind of wanted to get him. Yeah. Um, Brian Wu... Um, who's, like, a prospect who made his debut. Emerson Hancock, who was, like, uh, one of the top picks. I can't remember exactly when he was picked, but it was, like, top ten, I want to say. At one point, they thought he was going to be the number one pick. Um, Jorge Polanco I got, who I think is a pretty good get. Yeah. Um, that was that was kind of a cool one. Someone called him over, and, like, he came right over, and, like, and he signed for me first, I think. Um, so that was cool. Ty France, which is another cool one to get. Yep. Um, I should have told him that, I bet. <laughs> I bet on him to win the MVP after oh God, yeah. after 30 games, <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, one guy who did deny me was Luis Orías. Um, Interesting. Den- Maybe he still yeah. got
0: some of that Brewer in him.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. He denied us. Like I think he might even said. I think he someone denied a group of us, and he say, and he goes like mañana. Um, I don't remember if that was no Orías said something but i couldn't tell exactly what it was but he definitely like you know i basically had him one on one and like he denied me you know i never um, really
0: liked that guy anyway man so oh yeah. fuck that
1: yeah no and he's he's by no means um good enough to warrant that kind of denial no um but actually funny postscript is that so after the facilities closed we went i went out to the sidewalk by the way, where the players parking lot is and i stood out there and i ran into the la guy the la star wars guy oh god okay and he was out there again and like he's like here comes Urius. and I'm, i go like yeah Urius denied me inside and he's like he's like Urius would deny me if his his mouth was on fire and and i had a bucket of water or something <laughs> like that <laughs> and uh, i was like yep that sounds about right <laughs> um so so yeah so that that <laughs> That happened. Uh, it was pretty funny, Jeremy. Pretty when you street.
0: describe this guy yelling at his kid, he almost sounds like the Todd Marinovich's father of of autographers.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Like the the great Santini. Yeah, just
0: turning his kid into like the perfect grapher.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, he like I'm trying to think of what he looked like. He kind of man. I know exactly who he looks like, but I cannot picture it. But like. I mean he kind of looked like a retired Matt Stairs. Like okay. he was like a he was like a, a a chubby guy and um but like he probably he probably had some days in his past where he was like in playing shape maybe or something. I sure. don't know, but um but yeah, he just it'll click to click to me who he, who he looks like, but I can't place it right now. But he had like gray hair and a gray goatee and just like a big baggy shirt and he just looked like a slob. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, so that he didn't. So, so anyway, or denied me, Raleigh basically denied me. He's like, he came by and he's like, going to sign for the kids first, you know, get the kids first. And like, there was like hundreds of kids. So I'm yeah. like, and so me and another adult we were like, that basically means no. Yep. Um, so I, apparently one guy did get him an, an adult, but I went to someone else, um, while that was happening and i just missed out on raleigh so um so uh so jack i one of the guys who was at mariners camp was mike cameron oh cool Longtime guy mike cameron former mariner longtime former white sock
0: former brewer um
1: yeah brewer um and um so but i was like and someone told me this the day before like yeah mike cameron's at mariners camp and well, damn it, I didn't fucking know he was at Mariner's camp. Like, it sounds like he's every he's at Mariner's camp every year, but that's one guy that I didn't get a heads up on, and so I didn't have a card of him, which sucked. Um, but I saw him coming off the practice field, and he stopped for – someone called for him and stopped for him, and, like, there weren't a lot of people around. So I run over there, and, you know, like, I come prepared for guys who I don't have cards for. We have those blank signature cards. I've started getting guys on, like, that those team cards from, like – the 2019 top set that have the stadium on there um, and so like yeah I, I I ran over there and like I handed him my book and I'm like Mike can you sign the team card and he gets my book and he's looking at it and he's like he's like looking like all confused and he's like what what and I'm like the one right by your thumb right there and he's like and so he looks and like so I had two team cards basically I had the Mariners the stadium card from 2019 and then I had the Mariners team card from 2024 yeah and on that team card, it's, like, a horizontal card, and it has the team, and they're doing, like, this, like, jig. I guess they, like, do, like, a jig when they win a game or whatever. And so they're doing this jig, and, like, you, can you see it there, Jack? I can. Yeah, and so they're, they're like, all, like, huddled up, like, they have their arms around each other, and they're, like, doing this little, like, leg kick jig sort of thing. And so Mike Cameron looks in my book, and he's, like, he goes, like, man... I got 17 years of cards, and you're trying to get me on a team on a on a card with the team doing a dance on the field.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god,
1: man! <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I know, Mike. I'm sorry. And he, I, I said that a little, maybe a little more aggro. He said it like jokingly. He was like, he was like giving me a hard time. Yeah. And uh, and I go like, oh, man, Mike, I know. I'm sorry. I don't have a card for you. Sorry. And uh, he's like, man, I can't believe it. Like, and then he, so he signs it. And then he goes like, "I go like, I'm sorry, Mike, I'm 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 lacking." And he's like, "You sure as hell are lacking." And like, he handed me back the book, and that was it. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he totally roasted me. I mean, it was uh, it was pretty hilarious. It was worth it, honestly, um, to have that experience with him. Because otherwise, if I had a Mike Cameron card, he would have just signed it and like went on with his day. Right. So sure, that's you know. funny
0: though, man. He did have a really long career yeah. with probably yeah. a lot of cards.
1: And, I, I, and, Jack, I promise you, I have, like, at least a dozen of his cards here sure. from sets over the years. So, like, all it would have taken was for me to be like, ah, maybe I'll bring in my Cameron. Um, <laughs> and, like, yeah, he's like, I got 17 years of cards, man. Are you trying to get me on a picture with a team doing a dance on the field? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. It was totally <laughs> awesome. So, again, that's the kind of, like, that's the kind of access you have to these guys uh, out of spring training. So. That's awesome. Yeah, so that was pretty cool, I gotta say. Um, and that pretty much, I we went out and like tried to graph in the parking lot. But that pretty much wrapped up uh, my Mariners experience for for day two. Um, I know we're I'm only like two days into this, and we're already kind of moving on with time here. But there's there's so much to talk about. I can try to do this in a quicker way, but um, but yeah. So uh, I'll just get right to it. But Jack, feel free to you know. Um, punch in with anything but um but day three i you know was seriously debating what to do i think i mentioned it on the on the preview episode last week i I can't quite remember but my number one target through all of this for some reason was just wyatt langford i i got a i got a real thing about wyatt langford i guess um you know i'm a prospects guy Prospect whisperer, um, and uh, um, you know, I just I think like Wyatt Langford, he, he was drafted fourth overall last year. I think it was a year where like there was probably like five or six different guys who could have went number one any other year. I, I honestly think that the the draft class of twenty twenty three might end up being like historic in terms of like longevity, like good players. So I personally think Mike uh, Wyatt Langford is like going to be pretty good. Um, he came from Florida. He was drafted as a junior. Like he already was doing really well in pro ball last year after he got drafted. So I was like, I want to get Wyatt Langford. I've heard that he's a good signer. He was like si- good at signing in the minor leagues uh, for the like month or so. He was he was up there, um, and so I just wanted to get him. Uh, but one inconvenient thing that happened was that the Ro- the Rangers won the World Series. So it was my suspicion and it was confirmed by some other people and some people on the the boards uh, that Rangers camp is going to be a circus. Cause they won the world series. And, you know, I don't know. Like again, same thing with like the Cubs convention, Jack, you know, like it seems like the only thing, the main thing people try to do is dissuade people. Sure. Which is why, which is why that guy, Brian like stood out to me because he was actually like a cool guy and laid back and so I ran into some people at like um, either Mariners camp or, or uh, Guardians camp, and I asked them. Like they they were wearing Rangers gear, and they had just come back from the Rangers. I'm like, how was it? And they're like, eh, it wasn't that bad, man. You know. Um, so I'm like, well, screw it, man. Like you know, Bruce Bochy's there. Like they got some cool coaches, um, and they got Langford. So let me, let me just go, man. Like you know, I you know, if it's not good, I'll, I'll I can try to to, like, another facility. Um, so I went to the Rangers camp, and it was... I actually think Rangers camp was my favorite, Jack, out of all of them. Nice. Um, it was, like, Mariners camp had amazing access, but Rangers camp had pretty good access. And it wasn't that bad. It, 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 it truly wasn't that bad. It's super spread out. So, like, it's like you... I don't know. Like, you just kind of keep going straight, and you, like, just pass by all these diamonds, and um, it's really good access, um, and you can just bounce around. The, the fields are close by each other. So I actually really – I that's kind of like a, a sneaky like top pick for me is, is the Rangers camp. I don't know. I really liked it. Nice. Um, uh, one of the first guys I got when I got there, um, Danny Duffy, was walking from one field to another, and he was by himself, and like he almost got like it was almost like when you know the, the deer, um, like strays away from the pack, and then like the lions jump on him or something. <laughs> I don't know if deer and lion are in the same thing, but uh, whatever, um, you know, uh,
0: yeah, the gazelle, whatever
1: gazelle is what I'm thinking of, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, but like so we kind of like w- people came up to Danny Duffy and he signed to his credit, he was super nice, super friendly. Did he write a Bible
0: verse on your card?
1: He did, he did, uh, Collegians 323, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, there you go, I see
0: COL, yeah, 323. Yeah,
1: I think it's Collesians, it could be way off, but I think it's something like that. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, Colossi- Colossians, I don't know, whatever, but, um, but yeah, he did write a Bible verse, um, he also has had a checkered past, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, I don't know, um, but he signed, so like that—that's—that's um, that's one thing for him. He was a, a you know, a nice guy, um, in that regard. Um, I got Diego Castillo, which was pretty cool. he—he yeah. he, he was like maybe the next guy that I got, and he was—he um, was like kind of going by Jack. I'm pissed because he came out with Jose Urania, and uh, oh. I could have got—I could have got both of them, but I didn't really realize that that was Ureña next to him. I mean. I've definitely he definitely could have went in the list of guys who I've said horrible things about. Sure. Well Jeremy, um, if if
0: he would have known that you were the most promising grapher there, he might have actually taken you out.
1: That's true. Yeah, he would have hit me with a ninety six mile per hour fastball right yep. in the graphing hand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> taking taken me out. Yeah, that's a good point. Um it's kinda of funny. He went after Castillo got sidetracked and signed for us, Arena kept walking and he they they had like this medicine ball that you could throw against like a like a concrete wall and that's what he was doing so he was just like throwing this medicine ball against a wall uh which is kind of it was just a funny visual to see
0: Castillo looks like he signed that card at like sideways
1: he did yeah and i saw some other people um and he signed it the exact same way weird so yeah i don't know that was an interesting one um he like legit just signed it side. it wasn't even like on an angle like he just signed it like it was a horizontal card but it looks cool he put his number on there that was cool um So a couple things about, um, Rangers camp. Um, I did get another cool guy that I got was Colby Lewis. Um, so he was, um, uh, he's one of those guys who's like shows up on the list. So I happened to have his card and he was there and he was super friendly. Um, big, you know, big guy, big pitcher, um, pitched in some world series games in that 2011 world series, I think. So I thought that was cool to get him. Um, but uh, Shane Green was there, um, mm-hmm. and I actually almost forgot his card because he was in, like, my Cubs stack because he was <laughs> on the Cubs for two games, I think, last year. Yeah. Maybe two two days. Um, and uh, I pulled his card last minute, and he was there. And I walked by, like, the area where the pitchers were pitching, and he was just, like, leaning against the, the wall watching them. And he was kind of watching these guys practice, but he wasn't participating. I don't know if he's like injured or what, but I, I kind of just, I'm like, Hey Shane, you got time to sign one. And, uh, he turned around and he looked at me and like, he came over and he like had this like really weird look on his face. Like it looked like he was, I couldn't tell if he was like incensed that I would ask him to sign or he was like looking at my hat. I was wearing like my baby cakes hat. I don't know what he was doing, but he was like looking at me and like, just was like, really giving me like a weird look and it kind of freaked me out a little bit but he signed for me and you know that was it I said thank you I appreciate it and he was like just moved right on weird. um but yeah yeah so that was it was it was weird um but yeah so basically I was trying to follow around Wyatt Langford um I followed him from a couple to like along from a couple fields just to see if I could get him at some point we asked him at one point and he's like I'll sign when I'm done um but I didn't want to just commit to him. I wanted to kind of go out and get other guys. So I did kind of bounce around and get some other guys. I At one point, I went to like the furthest field away from everything, like the, the most backfield of all. And like I saw Bruce Bochi walking across. You can't like mistake his gait, uh, Bruce Bochy. Um, so he was walking and he walked to a field and he was like watching some guys take B.P., but he, like, clearly, and then I'm like, oh, shoot, he's going to be watching these guys, so he's going to be here a while. And he, he maybe watched for, like, 10, 15 minutes, and then, not even, like, 10 minutes. And he just, he's like, he called someone over, and he's like, hey, you know, cart, basically. And he called for someone to, like, cart him over to, like, the next field or whatever. And so he walks over to the cart, and the guy who he's waiting to drive, like, had to run and grab something from the dugout. And so Bochi was there. And I, I I had him one-on-one yeah and uh so I'm, I'm like Bruce do you got time to sign one and he kind of like looks he like kind of looks for a second and like pauses and he's like yeah yeah <clears throat> and uh and but he's like he's kind of he's I don't know maybe 10 feet away from me and like there's like the the rope is there yeah. now the rope wasn't like there was an opening in the rope but I thought I'm like, I don't think I'm going to, I'm not going to go th- past this rope just because he said he'd signed for me. And so he kind of just stood there and I stood there mm. and then he just, then he just goes like, well, come on, come on. And so then, I, then I'm like, okay, okay. And so like, I went up to him and he signed for me and uh, I go like, you know, Bruce, thank you. I really appreciate it. And he's like, yep. And then he signed for me and then the guy like got to the cart and then they just drove off. So I might've, I don't know if I was the only guy to get Bruce Bochy that day, but like, I was the only guy who got him right there, um, and uh, it was a little, I felt a little bad about it, but, like, that was my only shot to get him.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, uh, Jeremy, it sounds like, uh, you know, we were correct in thinking that he was tough at Wrigley. Um, yeah. It's like, it was probably, I mean, I. it sounds like the reason he signed is because you had him one-on-one, and, like, he was just kind of... It, it was it was the classic Anthony like there was nothing he could do sort of <laughs> sort of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was that. It was that in 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 action and in, in motion. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Like I think um, I think his demeanor was basically like it's like, "Hey, kid, I'm working here," you know. Like, yep. You know, what are you asking me to sign for? But uh, I guess I, I'm not going to say no. So let's just get it over with. <laughs> that That's basically like the vibe that I got. <laughs> but, you know, it was just, it was, it was like my only chance to get him. And people said like they got him. Like I told them, I told some of the guys, I'm like, Bochi and Langford would be my two guys that I would want to get from the Rangers. And so I got Bochi. And like, when I got Bochi, I was like, I was like floating on a cloud. Like I was like so glad to get him. I mean, the guy's gonna be a hall of famer, so yep. like, yeah, it was it was pretty cool, I must say. Um, and then yeah, I basically wandered over, and then I, I was trying to like look for Langford at this point, and he was he had now made his way all the way to like the the front field, where they were kind of doing like some like live BP, like a kind of like a scrimmage game sort of thing. Like he was taking live BP off of a pitcher, and he he was batting for a little bit, and then like he kind it seemed like the whole practice shut down. And he kind of went over to the side. And at this point, like, because there was a group following him around. And you could tell a lot of these guys were fucking, like, dealers. Like, there were some, like, fucking, like, TikTok kids, like, following him, I guess. Like, our Instagram card kids or whatever. And, um and like, a guy who, like, was saying, like, I guarantee you I get him or something like that. Mm. And, like, it was basically, like, us three. And Wyatt Langford came over. And then he's like, all right, guys, or something. And, like he just came over to us and he signed for whoever was there. So I got Wyatt Langford on his uh, Bowman first paper card.
0: Yeah, that looks good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really nice. Um, so, I mean, and then and then I was really, I just like, I was almost just like, you know, I can, and everything after this is gravy. I mean, I got like my top target and I got Bochi who probably would have been in my top five. So like definitely my top two targets for, for Rangers. And I was... Kind of hoping actually to go to like the Cubs facility after this. Like I'm like if I could go in get Langford and Bochi and then get out of there and go somewhere else, like that would be awesome. Um, so I got those two. Of course I couldn't leave. I I kind of like meandered around a little bit. I ended up getting Jared Walsh and Matt Duffy. Um, right cool before left. Cool that you I got left. Matt
0: Duffy. He didn't sign at the bus.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got him and I said I, I had him sign like a Cubs a heritage card and I go like Matt you know I enjoyed your time on the Cubs and he's like thank you I appreciate that Nice. Um, so that was cool and um, yeah I got out of there Mike Maddox came by on a golf cart and had no interest in signing <laughs> um, someone I ran into somebody I forgot where it was but I said like something Mike Maddox came up And I'm like, yeah, man, I thought he would be easy, but he's maybe one of the toughest. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I asked Mike Max for his autograph and he basically told me he he, he's like, I asked Mike Max for his autograph and he told me, fuck you. And I'm like, (laughs) and I'm like, he said, fuck you. And he's like, well, basically, (laughs) I'm like, like, well, hey, he basically told me, fuck you, too. But I'm not saying that. Yeah. But like. But, yeah, but anyway, you know, his, his reputation is consistent, I guess. So
0: Yeah, Jeremy, he'd, he'd deny you if his mouth was on fire and you had a bucket of water.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, so yeah, so I got out of there and uh, feeling really good. And then I was going to go to, like, Cubs camp after that because it's still – now at this point it's, like, Thursday and I still haven't gone to Cubs camp and I'm leaving the next day. But – Surprise where the Rangers play and um Mesa where the Cubs play are like almost like polar they're like the two furthest parks basically. And it was gonna take me an hour to get there. And I would have got there like right before like right as practice was ending, and I'm like, it's just not it's just not like time efficient to go there. So I'm like, well, what's the next closest place I could go to? And it was Camelback Ranch where the White Sox were. Um, and the, the Dodgers, you know, the people said the Dodgers aren't worth it. Of course, you know, who knows if that's true. I, that one I tend to believe that it's, sure. you know, kind of impossible. But the White Sox, I mean, sad to say, like, who's really trying to get White Sox autographs? So I, um, I'm like, they're the closest team there. They seem like, to, to where I'm at, they seem like a fair shot. So I hurried up and I, like, like rushed over to, to, to White Sox. Um, I wasn't really ready to do white socks. I didn't have them in my book or anything. So I just had to grab a stack of cards. I also got lost and I couldn't really find where to enter. And that, that cost me about a good 10, 15 minutes, minutes, which, uh, which sucks. But I park, I finally find the entrance and I'm going in and like, there's a woman, like a, a security guard woman there. And she's like, are you going, are you trying to get the white socks? And she's like, it practice is pretty much over. And uh, some guy walks up and he's like, yeah, man, they're they're pretty much all gone. They're pretty much all in now. And I'm like, okay, I'll check it out, though. I'll check it out, whatever. And if I would have listened to these people, I would have totally missed out. But I walk in and they're all like the, the whole White Sox team is coming, is walking past. And... Their stadium, their setup is kind of weird. I didn't get a chance to walk around very much, but it almost looks like there's just like one spot where you can go and stand and wait for the guys to walk by you. But they were all walking by at that exact moment. So I I went, and I grabbed my cards really quick and just like before I could even blink, I was literally there like the whole time for maybe like 10 minutes total. But I walk right up and I hear someone the uh, Ho- this guy Jose Rodriguez was signing this prospect and I went to try to get his card but I missed him and then I heard someone like Oh yeah, that's Zach something, and I'm like Zach Remillard. He's like, oh yeah, 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 I think so. And so like I real quick grab my Zach Remillard card, and I got Zach Remillard. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, honestly, man, that was like one of the oddball ones that I personally wanted to get. Um, and you know, I think Jack, it's because we saw him at the um, at the alt site game. Yeah. And he happened to have a he happens to have a rookie card in 2024 tops. So I got him. I ran up to him and, and got him. And like, I, I said to him, I'm like, Zach, we, when we saw you at the, uh, the alt site game, and he was like, wow, that was a long time ago. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, yeah, man, I think you guys threw like a no hitter too. And he's like, Oh, really? And, uh, that That's was funny. pretty much it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that one was like super cool for me to get.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean that that yeah that would have been I think you know that in the top White Sox guys I wanted to get. It's fun. It's funny I I would have wanted. Um, it's funny yeah. how these guys just don't remember individual games.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was such a weird game. I'm like I, I'm like maybe he might remember that. I should have said it was like the one. I mean that was their home field though, so they probably wouldn't have it probably didn't stand out to him that much. But, sure. Um,
0: he was like the last guy from that team to make a major league roster too.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like literally like yep. it, that, that whole game was so interesting. Like I wish, you know, maybe like when we get time, we should go back and look at that box score because yeah, like Patrick wisdom was in that game. God, was um, he? he was. Yeah. Yeah. He was in that game. Um, uh, I don't even know. So, so many of those guys just kind of burned no. and flamed out.
0: Sure. But. You know, somebody told Danny Mendick to hustle. So, yeah. It yeah, was, yeah, exactly. It was a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, and he, he's also in camp with the White Sox. He played in the game on Friday. M- Mendick? Um, yep, yep. Oh, He's God. back in camp with the White Sox. He's wearing number zero. Wasn't he on the, <laughs> the Mets team. last year? He was, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So... So right after I get Zach Remillard, um, I see Grady Sizemore walking by, and some guy's next to me. He's like, who's that? And I, and I realize who it was, and he's like, oh, that's Sizemore. And I just real quick grab his card, and I'm like, Grady, do you got time to sign? And I had been hearing that Grady was was, was racking for people, basically. Nice. And he did. He came right over, grabbed my card, signed for me, and, I mean, shit. Okay, so now I'm like two minutes into White Sox camp. I've got Remillard, and i got Grady Sizemore. Those
0: would have been the two guys I would have wanted the most, probably. Jack, more yeah. number one but
1: yeah yeah no a hundred percent jack like i'm saying like it was crazy because i'm like these are the guys who i wanted like it it was wild um Corey lee was there so i ended up getting Corey lee also um that was actually kind of a funny exchange he was signing these um heritage short print cards for a guy and like they're like kind of um they're short print cards so they're like they're shorter printed supposedly than the other cards. So they're like worth like two bucks as opposed to like a buck or something. Um, And I, Corey Lee was saying something like to the guy, he's like, Oh yeah, I don't, haven't seen too many of these or something. And the guy goes like, they're short prints. It's like, yeah, so they're, they're worth, they're worth, they're most people won't have them signed because they're worth too much money. Um, Which is kind of a weird, it seemed like that was kind of like a backhanded, like slight to the guy. Sure. Like he's not worth getting his signature isn't worth ruining the card for. (laughs) Yeah. But it was just kind of weird. The guy like couldn't help himself. Now oh, so okay, so then like so I get those three guys, and then the last guy I see, actually I think I saw him earlier. He was the first guy that I saw, but I didn't I couldn't get him, and then he moved on to some to like the other side to sign. But Tony LaRussa was there.
0: Holy shit, man.
1: And so Tony LaRussa was on like this cart with a bunch of the coaches. I I recognized Ethan Katz. And so Larusa signed for some people. Then he went to like the other side because there's another side you could stand. I think he signed for those guys. But then I heard Remillard, so I kind of just abandoned him and like went to get Remillard, which, you know, call me crazy, but um, I did that. And so I got those three guys. And then I see that Larusa is still there. So I grab my White Sox team card, the, 19, the 2019 Stadium card, and I go over there and I'm like, Mr. Larusa, and uh, he sees me. And there's this lady, this like older lady next to me, and she's like, "Call him Tony, call him Tony," <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, and I'm, I like kind of give her a half look, and she's like, "Trust me," and like he walks over, and I'm like, "Tony, could you sign?" Mm-hmm. And he like, he's like, "Sure," and he like takes my card and he signs my team card.
0: Yeah, that I, I wasn't sure who that was at first, man. That's a that's a cool auto.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I got Tony Larusa on the White Sox team card. Now, um, I didn't have, a, yeah, I didn't have a card for him.
0: I was gonna say he probably had cards as a manager.
1: He did, he did. He had one like recently when he like retired, or, or like when he, I th- think, he might have broke some sort of record when he was with his recent stint with the White Sox. So, I have a card of him, and it's a really nice card. And I bought two of them be- to get one signed, but I didn't uh, didn't bring it because I mm-hmm. wasn't thinking. Um, but this card that I got him signed is probably like the next best card you could get him to sign if it wasn't like his own card. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he signed it really nice on the top, like under uh, above the sky, so it's nice and clear. And so I got I got Larusa.
0: That's so, yeah. That, that's awesome.
1: So I'm there. Like I, I I exaggerate not like it it couldn't have been more than ten minutes, and I got like basically like the three guys that I could have thought to get on the White Sox. So that was crazy. Um, and then I turn around and I see that Brian guy from the, from the guardians camp and he's there. And it's just like, it's, it's just kind of like funny how like you just run into people. Um, you, I was there three days and I like ran into like the LA star Wars guy and then this Brian guy. Um, but like, I didn't know he was going to be there. I just turned around and I see him. It it felt like a movie and like, Oh, Hey man. He's like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? And like, I'm like, yeah, man. I just got, I just got uh, Sizemore and, and um, Larusa, and he's like, that's great, man. Like, that, look at you. Like, you know, you're here for ten minutes, and like, that's you got the two best guys. Like, good for you, man. And like, uh, and so it was funny. So like, um, we kind of commiserated on that. Um, we we were like, hey, like a bunch of guys are of us are gonna go over to the Reds camp and try to you know get Ellie because Ellie signed late la- yesterday. So we all went to the Reds camp. Uh, it turns out Ellie, like, left early because the camp was uh, was early. Actually, we saw Ellie drive out, but um, that was a whole thing. They let out camp early that day. So we were there for a little bit. Then we went to the Guardians for a little bit. I helped this Brian guy get Austin Hedges' autograph again. Um, and then we called that a day. Uh, basically. Actually, no, we didn't call it a day. Then we went to um, uh, the Dodgers. Padres were actually playing a game in Peoria. So we drove up there. And I hung out by the parking lot, and I ended up getting two guys. I got Stephen Wilson and Kevin Cops for the Padres. So nice. That was a marathon day that um, that uh, Thursday.
0: But yeah, you know I, the the Sizemore uh, makes me optimistic. I think maybe he might sign during the season, based on what you said.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't see, unless he's, like, a guy who, like, you know, decides to only sign at spring training, it sounds like he's signing, like, he's, like, very much out there. I read an article,
0: it seems like he's just, he's happy to be back in baseball.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that seems like the vibe, that's the vibe I was getting, too, it's, like, a guy who, like, was big time, then, like, you know, was done, and now he's back, and, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was thinking, too, so. That would be cool, man. He's definitely, yeah, he would be, he's a cool guy to get, of course. Yeah. So, so yeah. Mm. All right. So that was um, Thursday. So we're almost done here. So the last day um, was Friday. And I'm like, all right, this is my Cubs day. At some point I decided, I'm like, because I found out like the team's practice before the games. um, So I'm like, let me just go to Cubs camp like super, super early and just see what I can do. And then like I've heard about this thing called like the path um, that leads into Sloan Park where the Cubs play. And it's this long walkway from the basically like the, the facility, the training facility slash clubhouse. It's basically like because it's like, I don't know, like maybe like two blocks away, like a block away um, from the stadium. And it's just this long like dirt path that, that they walk down. And so people line up along this path and that's like the best place to get autographs. So I heard about this path. So I'm like, I'll at least have that before the game. I'll do that before the game or or after maybe. But I wasn't sure because I was going to have to fly out that night. So I get there super, super early. And I go like, there's already people like parking for the game and tailgating and whatever. And I just drive by all that and go straight to the practice fields. Um, So I I take a turn and I drive up this like, this this driveway and I'm seeing like fancy cars like Porsches and Teslas and stuff and I'm like these are like players who are coming in so I'm like driving in with the players and these guys are, they're these two goofy like hippie guys like doing the parking like they got the orange vests on and the and the 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 you know the flashlight things and they're like waving people in they're like oh yeah okay you're good you're good you're good Okay, you okay hey man welcome you know like welcome back whatever like they're just like signifying with these players i think and so then i my goofy ass drives up in my (laughs) like my toyota camry rental car and the guy like the guy like you know looks in he's like what's up man and uh i'm like hey I'm just here to like to watch practice, man. Like I just want to watch practice. Oh yeah. You're trying to get some autographs. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Basically just, you know, just hang out and watch, watch some practice. He's like, yeah, man. Cool. He's like, you can park right over there, man. It's free, you know, just park right there. And then you can just walk right in. And I think the fields are open. So yeah, just go for it, man. And I'm like, okay, cool. And this guy was like a goofy hippie guy. And like, I'm like, I was, I didn't quite trust what he was saying. And like, so I, I didn't know what to do. So I parked, I found a parking spot, um, and the, the fences were open. So I just strolled down this, this sidewalk and I'm like walking into the Cubs practice facility. And it seemed like I was not supposed to be doing any of this. It seemed like I shouldn't have had access. I should, it seems like I shouldn't have been able to park where I parked. It seems like I'm walking in this thing. I don't see anybody else around. All I see are like, like grounds crew, like starting to like prep the fields and whatnot. And I'm just like, someone's going to yell at me to get the hell out of here. And I'm just going to plead ignorance. I'm going to be like, sorry, man. I thought they told me I could come here. I don't know. But I walk in and all I see is like this one security guard lady. And she's talking to this guy. And the guy is, I could tell he was like, a, you know, a spectator. And so I just like walk over and I'm like, yep, just coming to check out practice. And they're like, yeah, okay, cool, man. And like. Uh, the woman's was like, yeah, you should talk to this guy. He knows everything or whatever. And so, like, I talked to this guy, and he was like, yeah, you can come here. Like, you know, the players will be at this field. The minor leaguers will mostly be out here, but the the major leaguers are over at that field, but some of them come back here. It was, like, probably about 11 o'clock, you know, they'll they'll do BP. And um, and so, yeah, so I basically hung out there. And it was mostly minor leaguers for the beginning, um, but there was one field where um, basically Mike Talkman. Nick Madrigal and then Michael Bush ended up coming out. Um, and they they took like BP basically, like some major leaguers. Um, but it was very weird. At first I got there like super, super early. So I was like – I was literally the second person in the practice facilities. Um, so I kind of just hung around for a little bit. Um, one guy I got right off the bat when I got there was Juan Cabreja. Um He's like one of the coaches for the team. I'm not. He's the assistant hitting coach, I guess. Um, but he was out there, kind of like prepping the field, and uh, I I got a custom card made of him, and um, I ended up. I, I kind of thought like he his mind would be blown by seeing this card, so I called him over and like you know Juan, can you sign it for me? And I'm like I I mean, I got this card made for you, and he's like oh. Okay. And then he just signed it and just moved on. Nice. Um, which is pretty funny. Um it turns out I found out that he was like he was a, a, a coach, like a the manager in the minor leagues. So maybe there is a card of him that exists somewhere, but um I don't know. We've seen him around the park, Jack. We've seen him outside, but um, you know, he's a my he's a lower coach, so mm-hmm. I don't think we ever really thought to get him. But figured sure. I'd get him for the hell of it. Um Jack, one of the guys I, I, you know, and so obviously you're just meeting new people all the time and talking to new people. And so one of the guys that I talked to, Jack, was uh, I was talking to this guy. we, I got Cade Horton's autograph, basically. And the guy, he's like, who was that guy? Uh, and I'm like, Cade Horton. And he's like, oh, OK, Cade Horton. Like he's one of the prospects. And he's like, oh, OK, yeah, yeah. um, Yeah, I, I, I guess I've heard his name, but I wasn't sure who that was. And I was just talking to him, whatever, telling him I was from from Chicago, whatever. And he goes, like, yeah, yeah, well, I'm a, you know, I know the, I know some of the minor leaguers. He's like, I'm the PA announcer for the Iowa Cubs. Um, so so yeah, I was like, I was talking to this guy for a while, and then it turns out he's like the the PA guy um for the Cubs. I Googled him and I'm like, Yeah, this is the guy. So I think his name is Mark Pierce. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does like I want to say he does like maybe the Iowa Hawkeyes too. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he was super cool. He was like, yeah, man, if you ever come out to Iowa, you know, these are, you know, you can get these autographs over here. Like it's like good, uh, you know, um, uh, access, whatever. And he's like, where you know, where do you live in in the city? And I'm like, I'm right, you know, by the by Wrigley. And he's like, oh okay, well you know, I'll get your number, and uh, you know, I'll park in front of your house <laughs> when I come, or whatever. I'm like, yeah, man, like I'm like I actually know some good parking tips, so if you you know if you do need anything, let me know. But um, so that was cool. I met the the Iowa Cubs PA guy. Nice. Um, I ended up getting Fergie Jenkins's autograph. Yes, he was, yeah, he was he was hanging around there and he was in uniform. Like um, he really wasn't doing much. It's just kind of funny. Like I think he just comes out there, you know, for the weather and gets to hang out with the players and stuff. But he was kind of walking off um, towards like where the fans were. And I'm like, Fergie, do you got time to sign one? And he's like, he said, he said something. He like pointed ahead. And he's like, and he's like something like John. And I, I heard him say something like, "Yeah, I thought he was gonna, like going to go like." He's like, "Let me go talk to John over there and be right back." Um, and then he, he walks into the bathroom.
0: <laughs> he said he was going to the John.
1: Yeah, so he said I was going. Hey, I'm just going to go to the John. I'll be right back. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he used like this, like the that's like the public restroom, basically. Like there's 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 probably there's a private one, but it was like way back by the complex. Yeah so that one was closer so he just went there and then he, he came out he definitely like was like drying his hands like like giving like the you know making it clear that he washed his hands sure and then so so a couple of us went over there and got his autograph um so that was pretty cool um and again yeah Fergie Jenkins just walks right by you right so um that's like three basic hall of famers I got right like in like a short amount of time um yeah I don't know so much. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. There's just so much to talk about. Um, but
0: Jeremy, yeah. I see you got Brad Wick. I didn't know he was still with the organization.
1: Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Like, I don't know like how he's still with the organization, but because he was he missed like a whole year for Tommy John, and it seems like he hasn't pitched in like two years. Yeah, basically, or maybe even more. But like, yeah, he like um, yeah he was there, and I saw that he was one of the invitees, so I had his card with me he only has a card that has like a facsimile signature. Mm-hmm. So he signed it and he, he signed over his face. Like it's the most brutal, like over the face autograph I've ever gotten. Yeah. But He literally has no other cards. So um, you take what you can get. Um, I actually get ended up getting him over down by the, by the, uh, by the path. Um, but before I, before I left there uh, before, while well, I was still on the backfields, um, I told you like Madrigal and Talkman were, were signing or were we're, taking BP, um, I ended up getting both of them, I got Michael Bush also, but Talkman, um, Talkman like walked by us, and someone called for him, and he's like, yeah, I'll be right back guys, and I'll sign, and then he comes back, and uh, I see him come in, so I like step up to get his autograph, and he 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 walks by us, and he's like, you know, man, he's like, guys, you know, I, I've always wondered, like, how, how does it work, like, one of you guys, like, do you guys take turns calling people over, and then you just all get the autographs, or like there's one guy is one guy, the guy who calls everyone and like, how does it work? And, uh, people were just like, Oh, whatever, you know? And like, I, I said to him, like, ah, well, Mike, you know, sometimes we put, we put the kids out there uh, <laughs> and he goes, Oh, I know that. He's like, I know that. And so that was pretty cool. And he like laughed about that. We, we were, we both laughed about that. Nice. But I almost felt like it was a betrayal to like the grapher code to say that to a player, but they know, you know? Right. So, so it was, it was cool. Um, I got Julian Merriweather on like a custom card that I got made last year. And so he signed it. And he's like, Oh, look at that. He's like, you don't see too many of these. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I made this one. I made this one myself. And he's like, I can tell. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, man, well, you know, I got to get you in the Cubs uniform. And he's like, yeah, man, that's cool. Um, so he, he liked the custom card. Nice. Um, while they were doing BP, um, one of the non-roster invitees for the Cubs, uh, Jorge Alfaro, uh, was catching, and I saw that he was there, and I was like, "Oh man, there's Alfaro! Like, I want to get him." And um, he caught for them, and then when when that BP was over, I saw him go to the side, and he was like taking off all his gear and putting it in this bag, and but the way that it was set up, like you you stood by one part, and then there was like the dugout, and then. In the on the far end is where they would, like, kind of walk to go back to the field, to the complex. So, like, you weren't guaranteed that they would walk by you. So when I saw Alfaro, like, getting his uh, gear off, I would, like, try to call for him, but I didn't want to call for him while he was, like, taking off his, like, chest protector and whatever because obviously he was in the middle of it. So I didn't really see him, but he still had his shin guards on. And so I thought he was basically done. So I'm like, Jorge, you got time to sign one? And uh, he's like, he looks at me, he's like, he's like, gives me like this like look like yeah sure of course he like shakes his head but then he puts his hand out he's like whoa just you know it's kind of like the whoa 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 like you know stop kind of thing he's like whoa he's like just chill chill like I'll, I'll you know yeah. I'm still taking my clothes my my uh, equipment off and I was like you know but it was it was cool it wasn't like aggravated or anything so he like takes his shin guards off and then he walks over and he signs like three cards for me um, and then uh, I go like "Hooray, thank you I appreciate it and he like gives me like a wink and a thumbs up (laughs) almost like like a cartoon or something like ping like just gives me like the thumbs up and like he was like super nice about it like but he never said one word i don't think that's funny well
0: you know he let his autograph do the talking i guess um you know based on these cards i saw what did it take him about a half hour to sign those three cards
1: i mean i can't believe that he stayed on card like he he must like have like practice signing a lot of cards but like This is maybe like the biggest autograph I've ever seen on a baseball card.
0: Yeah, man. He wins the Stuart Fairchild Award for making a meal out of the autograph.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. They're, they're gigantic. So, um, I feel like we always say we're going to post these pictures and like, um, uh, sometimes, like, I don't think I ever post, posted the, the autographs from Cubs Con, but uh, I will, I will post these. There's a lot of pictures, but uh, I'll post these so you guys can see them. But um, but yeah, so I got Alfaro, which is cool because he's probably not going to make the team, he might, but he he could very well be like a Luis Torrens guy who's up for like a month and then they DFA him. So, um, that was like a safe bet to try to get him. Um, so then like yeah, I think basically like things died down over there and I went over to the the path basically. I was able to walk. Which Jack, um, so parking over there when I was driving in, when you to park right by the stadium, it's like twenty-five bucks. And then to park just a little bit further back, it's ten bucks. But when I where I drove, I parked for free. And um I basically then when I when I left, I saw those hippie guys, and I'm like Hey, uh, is my car gonna be cool here if I if I go to the game? He's like, yeah, man. It's just it's it's this stays open, so you know you're fine. So and like it was, you know, like a a block's walk or whatever. So I gotta say, Jack, I even found like free parking. Like I found the free parking tip out in in Mesa just for like being out there for four days. Nice. So I was I was proud of myself for that. Um. So yeah, I walked down there and um and. Man, this is like the best tip in, in, in baseball, and in graphing, I would say. And, you know, sometimes people aren't, you know, forthcoming with their tips. But this path is no joke. The path is legit. Um, so I basically went at the beginning of the path where, like, they first walk out of the complex down the path and then they go to the uh, stadium. So if you go to the very front of this path, You'll catch, all, you'll catch every single guy as they walk out in uniform going to head to the dugout for the game. So I just saw everyone, and I pretty much had a shot at everybody. The only guys who I didn't ever have a shot at were like Morrell, Palencia, and um, I can't remember who else, but they got on a golf cart and got driven up to the, the field. And then we never saw Dansby, um, but everybody else walked by. Everyone else who's in camp with them walked by. So, and luckily it was the Cubs, so I knew most of these guys. So I was able, I was like calling out everyone basically, um, to the point where I was getting like Pablo Aliendo's autograph and this dad, um, came over my shoulder. He's like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? And like, Aliendo was like seconds away from signing for me. And I'm like, Aliendo. And he's like, Amaya. He's like, no, no, that's not Amaya. This is, you know, Amaya just was here. And I'm like, I like just turned away from him because I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm actively getting an autograph. Like get away (laughs) from me and like then afterwards he's like how do you know all these guys man and you know we had that talk but but yeah so it was just a it was just a field day i think i got 35 ish autographs of the cubs yeah
0: i see you got chris clark that's a good one i mean we saw him a couple of years ago
1: Yes. Um yeah, Chris Clark um uh we saw him start that game for the Iowa C- or for the uh South Bend Cubs. We
0: did. I wonder if he's going to make uh make a roster anytime soon.
1: So, he was a guy he was on the 40 man and we or he got um he no, he wasn't on the 40 man, but he got picked by the Mariners in the Rule 5 draft. And he would he didn't stick to their 40 man, so the Cubs ended up getting him back. Um but I didn't realize how big of a dude he is. He's mm-hmm. 6'7", 6-7, 215. Um, and yeah, yeah. So I got, I was, I was actually pretty stoked to get him. Um, so, so yeah. So that was cool. Um, I will say, Jack, I got snubbed by PCA, and I got snubbed bad by PCA. <laughs> so PCA comes out, and like there's a bunch of kids, and I, I, he, he ran over. He went, I, he came out. I kind of ran over. I made a point to not, you know, I didn't butt in front of the kids or butt in between them or like go over them. I went to the side of them. There was an opening. So I went right to the side. He goes over and he signs for like, he like boom, boom, boom hits like the five kids deliberately skips right over me. Uh. Then goes and signs for like some more kids. And I, I honestly, I feel like there were some adults in that next group, but then I kind of like peeled off and then I went, I slotted back in at the end of that group and he like totally knew that it was me again. Like, that I just moved and he just bounced past me again and just like blew past. Damn dude. Um, so that was like a hardcore denial. Yeah.
0: That's a little um, worrisome too. Cause I've never gotten him before. I mean, I, I know you've gotten him at least once, but yeah, uh, it, it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound promising if he's up this year.
1: It, it I would, I would concur Jack. Um, and just because of his attitude, just because of his personality, like he definitely seems like he's pretty confident in his skills, you know? Um, and, like, I, I'm i actually surprised that he signed at all at Wrigley because he was hard in the minor leagues. So, mm-hmm. you know, it it might just be one of those things, like, say it was his first year or whatever. Like, you just have to get kind of maybe maybe you'll get lucky one day and get him. But I would say he's probably on that list with Swanson and Bellinger of, like, it's a long shot. Yeah, sure. Which sucks because I have some, like, um, major league cards now of him to get. He's going to have his rookie card later on this year in series two so it does suck i would like to get him but um yeah i don't know maybe you just have to uh,
0: sell out for him at con next year
1: yeah yeah and so that might have to be the thing um but uh but yeah so definitely denied by pca um one guy though who didn't deny me and his who's established more than pca was uh, justin Steele. Yeah. So that was very cool. Justin Steele came out. He came out with um I think it was Ben Brown. And um Steele comes right over and like, you know, like goes for like the first pen he sees and signs for people. I ran up there. I had two cards for him in my book. I had his like this really cool tops now card from when he um was running off the field, like it was against the Giants, I think. Um Let's see, he records career-high Ks through eight scoreless innings pitched. Um, so, yeah, he, he struck out 12 guys in that game. So it's a really cool card, um, really cool picture of him. And it's a rookie card. And then I also got his um, All-Star Game uh, card, like a picture of him pitching at the All-Star Game. So both of those cards were really cool for me. I like was carrying them around for a while. Those are the two cards I wanted to get signed at CubsCon. And he came right over and signed for me. So that was that was very cool. Um, I'm glad that I didn't wait in a, you know, I'm glad I didn't wait in line from 5.00 AM to get him, you know, when I get, when I could have got him right there at spring training. Um, as he was signing for me, I didn't even say this in like a, uh, like a way, like, uh, like, you know, please like, let me make you happy or Please notice me sort of way he was signing for me. And I go, like, I just said almost under my breath, I'm like, you should have won the Cy Young man. Yeah. And I could tell he just like, just instantly smiled. He didn't say anything. He just, like, smiled and just, like, kind of, you know, kept going. But, um, yeah, it was just funny. I'm just like, you should have won the Cy Young, man. Uh-huh. And he just he was just, like, a silent, like, acknowledgement and move on. Um, so I thought that was kind of funny. Nice. Um, Owen Casey personalized for me, which is lame. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't seem like the vibe of spring training. seems like – it's almost like CubsCon. It just seems like everyone signs yep. uh, for the most part. Um, and like to personalize was pretty lame. Um, so, and then he also, someone ran up to him, this is already after he personalized for me. So it's not like he was in a bad mood, but, um, someone goes like, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Cassie. And he's like, Casey, but okay. Oh God. And I'm just like, that's not a good look either. I mean, I get it. It's annoying that the guy doesn't know your name, but it's like, it's like, to
0: you know, it, it happens, man. It's a last name. People mispronounce it.
1: Yeah, and it's a weird name. It's like spelled kind of weird. Like, yep. So yeah, it's I don't know. I like Owen Casey, but like he's he's a li- he's getting a little too cool for school. I would sure. say. So that's a little troublesome. Um, I did get John Mayle, yeah, which is I cool. See that, yeah. Um, I ordered one of his minor league cards, and that came in just in time for um for the trip, and so I brought that. It was funny because he came out of the practice facility. And there's, like, this little, like, picnic table type of thing, like, this, like, patio table. And he sits down at it. And he's, like, sitting there, I think, waiting for the other coaches to come. And then, like, uh, Dustin Kelly and Tommy Hadovy and whatever, these these other coaches come out. And they see Mailey sitting on the bench. And I think it was, like, Dustin Kelly maybe. He goes, like, John, what are you doing? You, you having a picnic out there? Yeah. And uh, and he's, like, oh, sorry. He's, like, I don't know, man. Like, And so he, like, got up and he went with them and he walked in there with them. Um, but he's like, I, yeah, I didn't know. And he's like, then he goes like, I was sitting with my friends over there <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, yeah, by, you know, Oh, you're by yourself. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You know? Yeah. Um, so that was, that was kind of funny. Uh, so maybe was a character. I just, honestly, he walked by and I just go like, Hey John. And, um, he just came right over to sign for me. I thought nice. maybe a coach he's trying to get out there. Maybe wasn't in the mood to sign, but he came right over and signed for me. So that was, that was pretty awesome.
0: Did you see counsel?
1: So, um, yeah, so basically I could, I could go to that right now. So council comes out, Jack, and he comes out, I think, I think it was with Flaherty and I didn't really make Flaherty at that moment, but council comes out and I, I was the first one to spot him. There were some kids around, but at this point, a lot of people had left to go inside the stadium. Council comes out, Jack. I, I It's almost a one-on-one and I go, I'm like, Craig, you got time to sign one, man? I know i have said that a million times in this episode, but I'm, that's like the go-to thing. Yeah. I go like, Craig, you got time to sign one And he's like, it's like, I want to enjoy the path. I want to enjoy the walk." Right, he's like, I want to take in the walk And I'm like, All right. I'm like, okay, hey, can't argue with that." And um, so he just he, he didn't sign, but he did interact and he seemed like personable, but he didn't sign. so
0: sure. is it I mean, is it like a scenic walk?
1: No, but it's like it's it is like a rite of passage. I think I think that's what he meant. Like it's like it was his first time, when it, it was his first time doing it as the Cubs manager. So I get it, and I don't want to be I don't want to be some asshole. Oh like,
0: sure, this so this was their first game that 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 was their first game that day, right? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. got it, got it. Okay. So, but
1: like, so it's it's kind of like this rite of passage. Like, I mean, honestly, it's just you're you're walking down this path, and everyone is like fucking kissing your ass. So that's at the end of the day, that's really what it's like. Sure. But he wanted to take it in. I get that. And I almost, I'm like, geez, I don't want to be a footnote in his memory of his first game as a Cubs manager, but like, you know, I asked him. He said he explained. He said no. He explained why. And it's like I can't really argue with that. Um, I mean, could he have signed? He wasn't. He wasn't on the path yet. He could have signed real quick. But you know, it is what it is. So, you know, I'm, uh, I'm fine with it.
0: Um, it's, it sounds maybe a little more promising for this year at Wrigley.
1: Yes. I think, I think we'll get him. I think we'll get him this year. Yeah. At some point we'll get him, especially if we're like, you know, some of those times when, when Ross came out and there was like, we were like one of like three people or two of three people out there. I think we'll get him. So I wasn't, I I wasn't too worried. I wish Jack that I had another crack at the Cubs because, because I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get to it. But, well, basically, like... So there's no clubhouse, Jack. It's literally they go down this path and they're in the state. They go into the dugout. So when they leave the game, when they're coming off the field into the dugout, they basically then go right to the path and go to the that facility. So if I had known that, um, you know, ahead of time, I would have ran down there right as the game ended or even before. You know, just the way we run out to the, the bus. So if I had known that, I would have... Staked out a spot right there, and I probably, I probably could have. I there probably would have been more guys than I would have had time to flip to their cards, you know. Sure. Because at that point they're coming off the field, the game's over. They're 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 going to get shower, but they're not in a hurry where they can't sign a couple autographs, you know. Mhm. So if I knew then what I know now, I would have done that, and I I bet I could have got counsel right then, um, and whoever else. So. Yeah, I just I wish I had another shot um, at that uh, because that would have been the move. But I knew that there were going to be some things that I, you know, maybe did wrong or didn't do right, and I'll know for next time. So that's definitely that's definitely the move. I was uh, our buddy Chris's dad is going out there, so I was trying to tell him I'm like, do that if you want to get Cubs, like do that. I think that's the best way to do it. Sure. Um, I also saw uh, Shota Imanaga before the game. And I go like, Shota, like I, that one I really wanted. I'm like, please, let me get Shota." And uh, he goes like, "No time, no time. Um, but he did it in a friendly way. and it and it was the game was starting. It was crazy. like these guys were coming out like while the national like Nico Horner came out while the national anthem was being sung. So, yeah, obviously he wasn't playing that day, but like these guys, you know, they're pretty laid back. So, uh but he's like sorry, no time and uh you know, but I th- I also think we'll be able to get him too. Cool. He seems like he's been a good signer this year. I mean, he so, signed for per- the
0: Peoria Mope after his press conference, so you know. ex- Exactly.
1: Yeah. It would be a shame if he got him and not us.
0: <laughs> um so. yeah, I got to get one of his cards.
1: Yes, yes. Um so um so yeah, so like that that happened uh, some uh, my Master Boney came out. And uh, someone had, like, a... I guess they had a Michigan Wolverines uh, sign. And uh, Master walks by and goes, Go blue! And uh, then someone from the crowd says, like, Who said that? And Master Boney goes, like, I did! And then he goes, like, the the, the fan goes, like, O-H-I-O! And, like, then he called, like, he's like, You guys are cheaters or something. Just some bullshit uh, rivalry stuff. And, like, Master Boney, like, kind of threw it back at him and Um, I got to say, like, I think, I think in one of these situations where I've seen Master Boney, like he's, he's a good signer. I'm like, uh, uh, he's a guy who I maybe feel bad about all the, all the bad things I've said about Master Boney. I mean, he seems like a nice guy. Doesn't necessarily mean he should be on the team, but, um, yeah, he seems like a nice guy. And obviously he's like a fringe major leaguer. So you kind of root for those guys. But I think I, I think at some point I came to peace with it and I'm like, It's almost David Ross's fault because he insists on starting these guys over prospects when they should just be, like, happy, like, you know, feel-good stories. But Ross is interjecting them into, like, the everyday lineup.
0: Yeah, it's not the player's fault that the manager is putting them in that position.
1: Yeah, most definitely. So the very last thing I'll say, um, and then we can, you know, kind of bring this in for a landing. Um, So I do, like, get out um, afterwards. I ended up getting... um, Brennan Davis, uh, right after the game, I got Bailey Horn, which uh, Bailey Horn, we hardly knew ye. He got uh, traded to the yeah, White Sox.
0: he got traded to the Wh- White. Was it the White Sox?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, today, right? Yeah, I think it was today. Um, and it, that was a team who drafted him. So the Cubs, the White Sox, actually traded him to the Cubs for Ryan Tapera. Uh, now he's back with the the White Sox. It's kind of a shame because I thought he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he showed promise. Um, but I did get him, uh, I got him a couple times. I got him in South Bend, I got him at CubsCon, and I got him after this game. Um, but I got those two guys after the game. And then um, there's this little spot in the in the fence over by the Cubs parking lot right when they walk out of the facility. So before they walk to their car, they, they could stop and sign through this little slot in the fence that's made, I think, four autographs. It's like a big enough slot where you can pass a book or even like a poster board through. And Christopher Morel came out, and he was signing. There was two kids. There was these two goofy kids over there, and uh, they were like just weird, goofy kids. Like one kid had like a, one of those neck gaiters like pulled up over his face, and then sunglasses on, and, like a big hat, and he just looked weird. And I saw that Morel um, was signing, so I ran over there, and uh, I I put my book out, and Morel signed three cards for me. Which was awesome because they were three cards that I had been lugging around all season, um, so that was really good to to get. But as he's signing for me, um, these kids are like, they're like, they're like, can I have your can I have your phone? Can I have your watch? And he's like, no, no. And he's like, and then one kid goes, can I have your vape pen? And he stops and he goes, no. And then he just walks away and it was like funny, Like it was, it was playful. Like they, it was like being playful about it. Yeah. But these kids were like being weirdos. Like sure. they were just weird, goofy kids. And I talked to him afterwards and they're like, Oh uh, yeah. Showed a sign for like 40 people, but they weren't like country. I'm like, they were doing a weird voice like yeah. on purpose. Like showed a sign for like 40 people. It was crazy. And like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, just, I'm, I'm, I regret that I have to rely on you for information. But like when they said that, I was like, I was like, mm, that kind of stings because yeah. I could have got Shoda. So, so yeah. So anyway, um, that was like, I mean, that was pretty much it. So then like I had time to hang around and graph a little bit and I was maybe waiting around for a Swanson. Um, but I think he was probably gone at that point. Um, but yeah, so I even got a chance to wait around a little bit and then bring the car back and get on my flight and try and fly home. But, uh, it was, uh, it was a whirlwind, uh, four days, man. It was crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you, you, well, I've, I've seen here the proof uh, from your pictures that you got a lot of guys. So that's pretty, that's pretty damn sweet.
1: Yeah. I think I, I think I did the best, you know, given the situation, given my, my first trip out there solo. Um, I think I did pretty well for myself. I think I counted up like 92 or 93 autographs. Um, over the four-day run, um, so I can't argue with that. Um, I wish I had more time just because I wish that I could have gone to more camps. Um, there's some guys who I really wish I could have gotten while I was out there. It would have been nice to try to get around Washington. Um, there's guys on teams that I would have liked to get. I would have liked to get a full crack at the White Sox. Because um, the day that I left, the day after I left, uh, someone said that they these guys posted that they got Luis Robert and Alloy oh, wow. and all these guys. Like our buddy Chris is like, I think Robert is like the hardest guy in the league to get because he's never heard of him signing at all. Jeez. So Robert signed, um, but uh, but yeah, you know, it's just I, obviously it's my first trip. I was only there for four days. I'd like to go back and do it longer. Um, I think it was good to straddle like practices and the games because it seems like just doing the, the practices is probably better. Um, but I definitely think that I know the secret to like the Cubs stuff now, and I definitely want to try that, uh, in the future. So I'm already thinking about making plans, uh, and starting to save up to go again next year. So yeah, man, I think I'm, I think I'm hooked, but, uh, you know, we'll see, um, you know, how I can make it happen in the future. But, uh, it was it was awesome. It was like it is definitely a bucket list thing for me. I don't even I know we did that baseball bucket list episode. I I think I may have mentioned it there, but um it was really cool to knock it off the list and to to get a spring training under my belt.
0: Yeah, nice, man. Well, you know, February is slow at work for me, so maybe I'll join you next year.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, I think you know, I was like I Jack, I thought I for a minute like I was I was thinking about going. Um then we went to Cubs Con and like I don't know. I did so well at CubsCon. I'm like, maybe this gets it out of my system until the season starts. So I even backtracked. I was like going back and forth about going to spring training. So it wasn't until like maybe like three weeks ago that I decided three or four weeks ago that I decided to do it and buy the tickets and all that stuff. So I was I was flip. I was like wavering a little bit, Um, but it all ended up being fairly affordable. So, um, I'm glad that I pulled the trigger and it just all happened really quick. But, uh, yeah, man, I think like, I think Chris usually goes, goes out there. Um, so it would be pretty damn cool to get like a whole group of us out there. Yeah. Um, I've, I've made connections with some of these guys. Jack, I met a guy out there. I told you this, but, um, I met a guy, the guy who runs the ballpark graphers Facebook group. He's nice. like the admin. So I met this guy, I like, you know, um, uh, you know, became friends with him and I f- became friends with this other moderator guy um, who moderates that group. Um, but this guy, Drew, is his name. He re- he also hosts a podcast, like a through the mail podcast uh, autographs. So this podcast is strictly called, um, it's strictly about through the mail autographs, which like, you know, if we thought we were niche. <laughs> um, you know, this is definitely niche, but I also feel like they have like a built-in audience because through the mail autographs is a big thing. Um, I know some, I know some of our listeners, uh, Zach, um, and Pete, uh, Greenwood, they, they've, they've done some, uh, they'd used to do some through the mails as a kid. I used to do it. It's called TTM cast sports, uh, collectibles podcast. Um, so yeah, Drew Pelto, like, so, uh, yeah, give them a listen. Um, I think they're going to, they're going to return the favor and give us a shout out on their podcast. Sweet. So it was cool to run into him. I mean that in the world of graphing, if you meet the admin for the ballpark grapher's Facebook group, that's like, (laughs) that's a pretty big deal in the world of graphing. So, uh, I made some good connections out there as well. So, um, I think these are guys who I can like, you know, reach out to next year if I go back and, you know. We'll, we'll have a group of people so it should yeah. be pretty cool
0: nice but it's better than meeting crawley
1: uh, it's definitely better than meeting crawley which i don't think i didn't see him out there but i saw some other like cubs weirdos um so yeah you can't escape some of these people but um <laughs> But yeah, but uh, it was it was good. Hopefully, that wasn't too much. Uh, I, I know I went on for a while, but uh, hopefully, that was some cool information that you guys got. Um, there might be some more things that I think about that we can pepper in along the way. But um, I'll post my pictures and my autographs. And uh, it was uh, it was a win for sure.
0: Yeah, awesome. Um, cool. Well, we're, yeah, we're getting close to the uh, pretty close to the season now. Um, just about a month, and we'll start be starting to go some games. So I, uh, you know, we can wrap this one up, but we'll probably have one or two more uh, episodes before the season starts.
1: Yeah, Jack. I, I, you know, I feel like our our major league, uh, our non roster invitee episode is always fun. I feel like yeah. I've looked through half of the. I've I've huh. looked through half the rosters already, and I got even. I've even got some of their autographs. But um, you know, we could we could still do that episode. Yeah, we should. Um, yeah, so, um, so yeah, so we got some stuff coming up, but yeah, man, uh, the season starts in like less than 30 days and yeah, I can almost feel those major league games. It should be pretty awesome.
0: Hell yeah. Um, all right, well, we'll wrap this one up, but for, uh, next time I'm Jack Swakowski
1: and I'm Jeremy Dionisio.
0: We'll see you later. Bye.